What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Blake's Take with me, Blake Neiman. And the end to the Oregon Ducks season was nothing short of disappointing. For the team that was once ranked as the number three team in the nation and a college football playoff contender, for them to not walk away with anything to show for their efforts is shocking. After being beaten down by the Utah Utes twice, ruining their CFP and Pac-12 championship hopes, the Ducks were hoping to end their season on somewhat of a high note with a win in the Alamo Bowl. But the Ducks were going to have to go through another college football playoff hopeful who saw their chances slip away after losses to both Baylor and in-state rivals Oklahoma State. So, it was a matchup of the two teams both hungry to avenge their losses and finish off their season strong. The Ducks were able to hang around with the Sooners in the first quarter, keeping it at a one-possession game. But then in the second, the floodgates opened as the Sooners rolled out to a 24-0 second quarter run behind Kennedy Brooks' elusive ground game and Kayla Williams' amazing playmaking abilities through the air. This put Oregon in a 30-3 hole heading into the half. Now, this young roster could have tossed the towel and called it quits and looked on into the offseason. But, this group is something special. They didn't turn their backs when in the face of adversity, and they fought till the very end. The Ducks climbed their way all the way back within two possessions and a chance to make it a one-possession game before they had a three-and-out. Behind their veteran Anthony Brown, who threw for three touchdowns while Travis Dye pitched in another, another one behind his 153 yards rushing. Unfortunately, the damage had already been done in the first half, and it was too little too late for the Ducks, who fell to the Sooners 47-32. to with Mario Cristobal leaving his for his alma mater, Miami, next season, this marks the end of an era for Oregon football. Two Pac-12 titles and a Rose Bowl within the span of four years is not too bad. We'll see if new head coach Dan Lanning can replicate Cristobal's success both on the field and in the offseason recruiting, especially with the Lincoln Riley and being named USC's new head coach, attracting several new high-name recruits to that program, trying to build up another Pac-12 contender nationally. Ironically, that is the, where the Ducks will kick off next season, uh, where Lanning left off right there against the Georgia Bulldogs in Atlanta, who still have national champion ho championship hopes for this season, so he'll have to get the job done there and see if he can get a national championship himself before he comes over to Eugene and try and rebuild up this program back to national championship contention themselves. We'll see if the Ducks can finally get back to their high-tempo electric offense that got them to the national FBS National Championship uh, back in the Chip Kelly area, era. It is doubtful that the Ducks will get back to there as Lanning is a defensive mind, which is great considering the Ducks just gave up 47 points. So much help, so that is much help that is needed. But the Docs also need to build a star in the quarterback room from the ground up as Ty Thompson, a five-star, looks to be seem to be overlooked once again with the new transfer Bo Nix from Auburn now arriving from the transfer portal. Hopefully the Ducks can fix the struggles from this season and fill the missing pieces from graduates and NFL hopefuls with other star talent on the roster. 
many which we saw in the bowl game. So I will keep you updated on all the moves that the Ducks are making in the offseason here on Blake's Take on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or YouTube. It'll be interesting to see how they come back. And so I'll see you all in the next one. Have a great day.